Welcome to Community Coded, the ultimate podcast series for founders, VCs, and builders who master the art of community building. This podcast is brought to you by Threado, a community management platform that lets you drive more engagement, identify brand champions, and scale a thriving community with automated workflows and personalized messages. We're so proud to say that we serve fast-growing community-led startups like Notion, Mixpanel, Triple Whale, and more. What are you waiting for? Hit threader.com and up your community game. Now, let's talk about this podcast. Join us as we dive deep into the world of community building with some of the biggest names in the industry. Let's decode what it takes to build a thriving community. Howdy, folks. Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Community Decoded Podcast. I'm your host, Sharath. I feel a lot better from last time because last time I was like having cold and I have like this, you know, bass voice and whatnot. But anyway, I'm very excited to talk to uh, today's guest who is who's working at Descript and Christiana Cromer. Welcome to the show. How are you feeling today? Thank you so much, Sherrod. It's so nice to meet you. I'm doing yeah, great. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we've we've had some, you know, bounce backs, but, you know, we finally are here. And we finally did it. We did it, right? <laughs> I'm excited to actually deep dive a little bit about uh, your experience in this episode and understand more about how Descript thinks about like community and you know, uh, since it's totally, it's such a big player in the whole creator economy. You know, me being the podcaster, we use Descript at Threado. You know, we love oh, that's the awesome. tool. Yeah, we love the tool. We actually like use it to generate show notes and like, you know, interesting snippets and whatnot and like, you know, totally. use it for our content purposes. So I'm sure That's like awesome must, to hear. Yeah, um, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're fans and users. So, uh, but cool. before going into all that, like, let me give you guys like a brief intro of Christiana for folks who don't know. Christiana is the community manager at Descript. She currently handles uh, a 15,000 plus Discord server, which is like, you know, not like a, a, a joke. It's a, it's a big thing. Right. I know how Discord can <laughs> get crazy. So 15,000 is like a pretty, yeah, it, it's a pretty big number. Uh, I don't know how you do that, but let's cover that as well in the podcast. But yeah, prior to we'll that, get into it. <laughs> she was at Coiled as a community marketing manager. So this is probably the, the couple of times I heard about this term, but I want to like, deep dive a little bit about a community marketing manager because for me i've known like community programs manager oh there you go that's there he goes there's the cat the, there's the cat he wants to talk one, about one minute in and he's <laughs> introducing himself like, cats, cats see all attention in the world right like it's true it's true you know and they're uh yeah, he was he was nudging the mic off screen, and, and I was like, "It's only a matter of time." So sorry, <laughs> folks, if you got some cat ASMR. <laughs> no, no, let, let, it, let it let it join the conversation. Like you know, awesome. the more the cool. better. So, <laughs> uh, so before we dive in, the, you know, I think this is kind of like a basic question. Yeah, uh, talk to me about like how you fell in love with the whole community building. I know you kind of. Uh, are part of University of Michigan, if I'm not wrong, you did your schooling there. Uh, I did. And right after that, I think, you know, you worked at one or two companies and then, you know, straight away into community. So, we yeah. have to know the backstory of how, you know, 
you entered into the community space? Totally. Yeah. Um, well, before I got into it professionally, well, first, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And thanks for the for the intro. Um, yeah. So be before I dove into it in like a professional sense, I think just like who I am and how I like to spend my time socially, like I'm feel like a community manager outside of work, <laughs> just with my friends and even like my siblings. I love to facilitate connection. Um, and I've always been that way. So, you know, I was the, the group chat starter way back in the day. Um, and yeah, just like really enjoy setting up big group dinners or, you know, planning parties and events and things like that. Um, and that was, that was a really big part of my time at, at Michigan. I got like the schooling was fantastic. I, I really loved, um, going there for university and my major, but really just like getting to connect with a bunch of other motivated people um, from all over the place was just the best. And so I got really involved with extracurriculars and like clubs specifically in the entrepreneurship community. Um, and just really started like eating up leadership roles, which really leaders are community builders, right? Like, I think that's maybe their number one job um, is to bring folks together and, you know, empower, empower their teams. And I just sort of fell in love with that. Um, so yeah, I think I sort of like cut my teeth just in organizations and things like that. Hmm. And cor corralling people, you know, if I'm not wrong, I might be completely wrong here. But if I make a educated guess, right? Uh, University of Michigan has this big part of college football, if I'm not wrong, right? That's it, correct. It's, it, it's, it's pretty big. It's not like yep. uh, it's one of the top schools that participate in, uh, in college football. I feel that's how I, I got to know University of Michigan because, you know, it has this, I don't know, it's like the yellow, the blue. It's like so dominating. That's right. And, Maze uh, and blue. And that yeah. I heard a lot about the 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 togetherness and you know the bonding between the community especially yep. supporting the team so probably you know that might uh give you some triggers i guess <laughs> yeah totally the environment was like the environment was very conducive to community building and um just jumping in in like whatever you could possibly be interested in there was a way to explore it more and to like have leadership experiences or organize like learning how to organize things and things like that so um yeah it was like little trial of entering the work like work world you know um and it was a blast it was, it was super cool and yeah that's where i sort of entered the startup world too as soon as i got there i i started to do like studies in entrepreneurship and, and clubs as i mentioned but also i just started working with local uh, startups and eventually built that into internships. And once I graduated, I knew startups was where, was where I wanted to work and, and really start building my career. Okay. And that's sort of what led me onto that path. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I, for weird reason, I, I feel the same as well, which is for some reason, colleges bring students together, like, you know, uh, there's a free pizza there. There's announcements. There is this yeah, free pizza. 
right? Like that's almost got burned out on pizza at college, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too <And> much. <laughs> every time one of these, one of one of the other events are going to happen in these colleges, which, you know, a, a yep. gathering of a bunch of people, right? Like it can be like, you know, like community of hobby, for example, like a lot of people, uh, right. just come together for arts or theater and, and as such. So, uh, yeah, I feel like, so this is the first time I'm kind of covering the college side of community in this podcast. Yeah. So it, you know, brought back so many of my memories, like when I went to, you know, University of Houston. Totally. So, yeah, would lo- oh, love cool. to hear. Uh, you can correlate, like you know, how community works. And talk to me about this. Are you are you like a like an extrovert or an introvert? So if you asked me like four years ago, I would immediately say extrovert and I still am for sure. But the pandemic changed me, like completely changed my social battery. I need a lot more like solo recharge time. Um, But I recently heard the term like ambivert or something. I'm totally butchering that. So maybe (laughs) we can fact check me, but it's like somebody that's sort of, in between, I, I kind of oh. identify with that. I am really social. I love being around people. Like my friends are are my everything. My community is really important to me. Um, but love my alone time. Love the long walks, listening to podcasts <laughs> or reading my book. And yes. I, I really need that in order to like be recharged and show up every yeah. day. The, so. the reason I'm asking is I feel, I don't know, for some reason, I personally feel majority of community builders are introverts, right? They, Interesting. Yeah. You know, I spoke to a lot of people. I'm, I'm myself, you know, I can, uh, I can count myself as an introvert, but I'm cool. online extrovert. Like, uh, when I come to yeah. Twitter or when I go to LinkedIn or when I have like these podcast episodes, I'm not shy. I'm like, you know, either match to your energy or, you know, sometimes like kind of dominate. Totally. That, that to me is really interesting because usually the, the community building actually brought the extrovert side of the introvert yep. in us. Right. Yep. And this is the first time I'm kind of like hearing the opposite, which is how much of the, your extrovertiness really helped, you know, bringing like, if you go to club, you know, you're hosting an event, like what, what, mm-hmm. how much of that skill really helped you? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it helped, especially when I was at school and I was like practicing to do this professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, extroverts tend to like, they get their energy from being around other people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was just so busy. I threw myself into everything. I tried every club, many of which I was not qualified for. Right. Um, and I, I just didn't like, I was really lucky. I think being an extrovert helped me not tire out as much. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously that's changed as I, as I've gotten older, I need, I need my solo time. Um, right. but yeah, it, it really, it kept me motivated, um, and kept that like fire burning in me to just like meet as many people as I could and learn from people. Mm-hmm. And I think that still is part of it. Like we, we just hosted a community event last week in New York city for Descript mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, just like talking to people and hearing their stories about, so Descript is a tool for content creators, podcasters, mm -hmm. video editors, and people that you make stuff at work, right? Like, right. example, you, someone that's making yeah. a podcast at work. Um, and yeah, just talking to them energized me so much and like right. pumped me up afterwards. So I think that um, the ability to sort of stay energized helps with being an extrovert. Um, but I really think that there's strengths to whether you're an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between. I love working with introverts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the sort of ability to be a wallflower, or like a fly on the wall and observe yeah. and like glean mm -hmm. insights um, is, is so powerful. I sometimes think like the ultimate founder duo is extrovert introvert yeah, um, yeah, or like couple even or best yeah, friends, yeah. you know, there's, yeah. yeah, it's really, really good sides of the same coin. But something you said about community builders being a lot of them being introverted and then like when they're on or they're on Twitter or whatever, they sort of pop out in this extroverted right. way. Right. Because so Descript, as I said, is in the creator space. A mm -hmm. lot of creators feel that way too, right? Mm. So like someone will be like pretty shy, um, and or like, you know, like be more of a solo, solo type of person. Um, here comes the cat again. But when they hit when they hit record, they they have a new Persona. when they hit record yeah when they hit record like some a different level is unlocked right, right? they can right. sort of something changes and they can come out of their shell um and it's really cool to see that like the yeah. way that, that it can empower people to sort of find new new pieces of themselves and that's what i love about descript is seeing like being able to be a part of that journey for for right. people is, is really cool yeah, yeah no you're right absolutely i think there, there are some, like you said, uh, the pros and cons of, I, I would, let's talk about pros, you know, not cons, but there are a lot of con, uh, pros for introverts being community builders, I think, because we tend totally. to like become more personal, like, you know, uh, yep. you kind of, you, you give that attention and the care that when, you know, the people need when you're part of a community, like being human, for example, right? Like that, that is like the greatest uh, thing that introverts can bring to the table and the extroverts like you know uh, I, I love working with extroverts too like they bring this the charm the energy totally. the engagement is always like popping you don't have to need worry about like who's feeling bored who's like dull and all that because it's always like you know so the combination is something that makes a great communicator in my opinion uh, but yeah you're totally. true you're absolutely true I feel I feel the same way like you know uh, when the record is on, I'm like, okay, it's a different person. And, you know, I'm just talking, talking, talking And uh, <laughs> No, that's, that's great. So talk to me about your experience. Your first experience probably is at Coiled. Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's a dev community, if I'm not wrong. And talk to yeah, me that's about right. like, your experience as a community marketing manager. So describe what, what was your day-to-day, -day, you know, back then. And uh, what is actually a community marketing manager? <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened that with Coiled is I joined that company when there was like seven people. I was the mm -hmm. first dedicated marketer um, to join the company. 
so I was doing everything. I was a total generalist, um, you know, from email writing to SEO to blogs, whatever. Um, and as we grew as a company and we started to build out our marketing team more, um, I was able to sort of like pick what, what I wanted to focus on. Mm. Um, and this was early in my career. This was my first job out of, out of school. Mm. And so I, you know, obviously I'm sort of still researching career stuff. I'm like, right. <laughs> tr you know, trying to, trying to figure out like, what is it? What is it that I really want to do? What am I doing? Like, what is right. this? Um, Big question. And, yes, exactly. And so as we were growing, we got more employees and I'd been there for about a year and I was just looking at all the stuff that I loved doing. So, mm -hmm. you know, the events, um, mm -hmm. building programs, mm -hmm. hosting things, um, like social, special social media projects and mm -hmm. things like that, building out advisory boards, facilitating feedback. And at that same time, I was sort of coming into contact, honestly, probably on Twitter. Like I was just coming across like community management Twitter, which I'm sure you are a part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, all, we all are. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place to like find inspiration. And I just realized I'm like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing community management. Like I am doing community work, like, and I love it. And this is, this is so fun. Um, sorry, cat just attacked me a little. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, I, I talked with my boss and I was like, this feels like something I could really build out here. Um, like the community function and the reason, so I, I know a few other people with community marketing manager as their titles. I think the marketing is in there. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like people just include titles are arbitrary, right? I, I think a lot of times like it, it's random. Yeah. Um, if it's I, if for, my type. Yeah. It's just for like pay scale or some bands or something like that. But totally nothing, when you, especially when you belong to an early stage startup, like you said, it should be do everything. <laughs> that exactly. I do everything. Just is, figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. You basically like, you know, be part of every, every department in every possible way. Exactly. So I, I think the reason why we kept marketing in there was because I still couldn't like get rid of all of my marketing responsibilities. I was still doing like some emails and things like that. Um, but also, yeah, I think, I, I think sometimes marketing is in there just so like, internally people know it's a marketing job right. um but yeah so so it, i think it, i think it was sort of that and mm. um yeah and we you know i i think we, we were just in a stage to where we were still only a three-person team so i mm. i needed to sort of keep keep, keep marketing yeah, you know all that good stuff so um yeah and then once i was able to make the switch over to Descript. Descript was further along. Um, and yeah, I could really focus on the community part of it. And mark marketing didn't need to be in the title. So that's how <laughs> that's how that worked. <laughs> Talked about this, like uh, you were kind of mentioned that community is still part of marketing. So yeah. is, do you see a future where community has its own thing? like how sales has its own thing, product has its own thing. 
marketing will be separated even though there is some collaboration into mm-hmm. it like you do events and they do they have to do comms or you know they have to do certain right. things and what not right like you know part of the whole totally. thing part of the brand but do you see a future where uh community has its own department its own budget and its own like roadmap uh its own team and it's its own like you know executive totally do you mean like in general or like yeah, specifically at these group no, yeah i mean i i totally think so yes um i also see there's some bigger companies that are doing that like reddit mm-hmm. has a complete community function mm-hmm. um notion does mm-hmm. a ton like i i maybe twitter did back in the day before <laughs> things changed um so, you know like t- there's tons tons of examples and um I think we're just seeing this trend really in the last 5 10 years mm-hmm. where it's becoming more and more clear to leadership that community can deliver mm-hmm. like direct business results and mm-hmm. um can help companies hit milestones and mm-hmm. build that moat around their product and differentiate mm-hmm. themselves um and just like delight customers in a way that no other function can so i totally see that coming in the future also community in my experience especially at descript community is like a service function almost to other right. teams mm-hmm. so as much as i am supporting the marketing team i'm supporting product i'm supporting support um i'm i'm supporting sales like i i really what i love about community and why i recommend so many people sort of looking into it as a, as an option for them is that exposure to so many different teams and getting to touch so many different parts of a business mm-hmm. it's it's never a dull moment there's so much variety so yeah, yeah I, i really i really see community becoming more and more of its own thing um yeah. and i think it's really exciting yeah it is it is really exciting i feel we're still early in the game uh yeah what i what i believe is that there should be like a big big player who should prove that you know community can have it, can can be its own thing like uh yeah know, it's 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 that importance and that influence is what something that's kind of like missing there are totally of, you know companies right now being startups building community uh but to have its own thing i feel like you know that that's like the the ultimate move someone should do you know uh totally do you, do you think one of the things you mentioned in the in the answer is that if marketing moves the needle sales moves the needle for a for a startup right every department mm-hmm. that's the product moves the needle in what not right uh, yeah apart from like bringing you know new faces to the community and moving that okrs which we everybody like puts for their you know community teams right what are the things that community can offer like you know for a for a startup like take descript right like i'm sure you totally. guys have certain okrs you hit every month every quarter yeah. every year uh that's the goal but, <laughs> yeah that's the goal apart from the yeah. goals what other things like you know uh descript considered uh by the discord yeah. community totally yeah so like what other benefits does community bring yeah. yeah um the way i think about community at descript um you, you you're a user obviously descript i'm biased i was but i was a user before i worked here 
And so we have this product that really changes the way folks can make podcasts, make videos, make content marketing videos, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And community is like this delightful thing around it on built on top of our product that just makes it all the more helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, like in a, in a business sense that helps us with retention It helps us with so retaining our customers, you know, Mm -hmm. if we're able to use community strategies to help them learn our product, help Mm -hmm. them just learn how to be a great creator in general, you know, that makes them want to stick around and and use Descript for years to come. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like expand across if you're using Descript at work and your team is doing really amazing things, you're and you know, a helpful community community team member is, mm-hmm. you know, offering you special training or, you know, uh, collaborating on something for social media or something like that together. You're more likely to to do things like that. Right. Um, so re- retention is is definitely a big one. Again, I, I mentioned this earlier, but just differentiating ourselves from mm-hmm. from other people that are building things in this space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, community, it, it's also just like the feeling around Descript and it's 100% the users and the, the community members that make it what it is. Um, and if we can do something special with that, it right. sets us apart from, from other, from other players in our space. Right. So, so that's huge. And like, also just, we want folks that use Descript to feel really good about the stuff that they're making, right? Mm. We want, we're invested in their success as podcasters, as video creators, as TikTokers, whatever it is you do. Um, And who better to learn from than other creators, right? Like there's only so much someone at Descript can can show you, but if Mm. we bring everybody together in the Discord or at our live events or at a conference, that's, that's, you know, priceless, you know, that's someone that can keep you going and convince you to make that next episode or whatever it is. So, yeah, I I think there's, it's, I mean, you know, this as a community person, like measuring community, there's a million blog posts on it. It's hard. Like it, a lot of this stuff, like brand and sentiment is like Mm -hmm. so hard to, Mm -hmm. to even describe. It feels really ineffable. And part of it will always be soft. I do think that, but at the same time, stuff like retention, lifetime value, Mm -hmm. um, community led growth, just like actual bringing in new signups and things like that, that stuff is real. And and community, community can impact businesses, bottom lines. We see it all across different companies and yeah, I I don't think it should be, should be understated. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, I think uh, it's a great way of look at things with you because I think uh, you have like that bird's eye view where you are on the ground thinking about moving the needle, you know, achieving that goals. That's all good, yeah. but also like take a step back and also view from a bird's eye view, thinking that how actually we can empower the whole movement of podcasting, for example. That's a right. big one, right? Like for Descript, you know, how can totally. we actually empower more creators to create content on the internet right that's 
that's how can you measure that like you can really put a pin on it right like that's why totally YouTube, youtube is youtube tiktok is tiktok because that's their bigger purpose i think we are we, are, we have to zoom out and talk about purposes more yep uh, less than uh, less about like zoom in and talk about goals right you know totally uh, yeah and you know you great way of putting it and i i, I want to ask couple of other details like get into like community building but i want to ask this like since it's a it's such a vibrant community you know creators mm-hmm. are creative they are they are like very energetic they're charming you know they they yeah. are inspiring what is like the craziest story you heard in your experience working at these script like man this is insane like you know how did this happen because of this community right or especially the discord community of building any 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 fun crazy stories that you want to share with us you mean like when a community like something in our own community yeah in our own community like some creator did did like can get a connection or you know some serendipity totally. moment that you know that happened organically within this discord community of yours totally yeah i mean we we just started doing this thing pretty recently called wednesday wins where oh, we I like, like that. every Yeah, it's fun. Every Wednesday like I send a little reminder and mm-hmm. ask people to like share something they made with Descript or share a milestone. Could be anything related to what they make. Um and this was a while back, but somebody said that they used Descript as like the core tool in their business. Like they they were like my our my whole my whole business is built on Descript and I just wow. hit like a million ARR like annual <laughs> revenue or something and just like thanks so much and it was like the wow. coolest message just like seeing descript be a piece of someone's livelihood like that mm-hmm. um and like unlocking them to do something that they're passionate about um those numbers could be different also i'm not i'm not remembering it exactly but it was like some really cool business milestone for this person i i think mm-hmm. i think they were like a solo entrepreneur um and it was just awesome and yeah. so there there's like a million wins that we see in our community all the time i love just look at checking out the podcasts and the videos that people are making but that was just a that was just a moment and that was earlier early on when i started at descript and i think that was mm. sort of a light bulb moment where i was like oh this this is changing people's lives mm. you know that people are becoming creators that never would have been able to with other tools and yeah so that was a that was a really special moment i nice. i really liked i really liked that um i will also say are you familiar with freaking not uh wait not economics are you Are you familiar with Hidden Brain? I, I think it's an NPR show. Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um one of our team members, Harmony Jirodek, um was the Hidden Brain always does unsung hero of the week and they shouted her out. The the team um oh. sh- shouted Harmony out because she like helped them with some editing or something like that and Hidden Brain was one of my favorite podcasts like when i started mm. listening to podcasts like 10 years ago um and so seeing someone at the like a good friend and colleague of mine at, from descript be named like that um and and highlighted for for her work with descript was like the awesome. was such a cool 
was that's such so a cool, cool moment. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool, right? I love that name. Probably I'm going to steal it. Wednesday wins is so on point. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why I, I didn't think about it. Uh, it's such a such a tight name. So definitely going to steal that. And folks are listening Please. to steal it, you know. <laughs> and anyone is welcome to. Yeah, and we, we do like, if, if you're having, this is a little tip. If you're having trouble getting right. engagement from folks, right? Mm-hmm. What we do is um, everybody that participates enters a raffle each month and we give out like creator prizes. So like ring lights and mics and, you know, free oh. Descript and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, totally. Like if you need, if you need a little carrot, um, right. <laughs> pe- people love like related cool prizes and things like that really, really go a long way. Incentives work really well, especially if you time it properly. Uh, yeah. In product hunt does this thing especially incentivizing community builders, community members, uh, they have this sticker packs that, or any swag item from product hunt yeah. is so exclusive. Either an employee can have the access to it or people who they select, you know, out of passion, out of like, you know, yep. you know people who are helping, who are going above and beyond, they totally. reward them with this like tiny sticker pack and people go bonkers. Oh my God, we got, we got stickers. It's so, it's so insane. Awesome. Because it's, it's not like that, that, uh, available for everybody. So I like the, I like the raffle part. Wednesday wins is such a tight name. Probably like, you know, <laughs> we have to use it in our community, you know, we'll see. Please uh, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let's switch gears a little bit. And what are the, what are the, uh, interesting, you know, things you do at, uh, Descript, like, Talk to me about the programs you've launched or programs you're yeah. working on that bring these people together. Totally. Yeah. So we, um, as soon as I got to Descript, we started thinking about special programs we wanted to build out for our users and our community members. Um, last year, we launched a like an advisory board. We called it the Descript Sounding Board, where we mm-hmm. had select creators come, come and um, they were the first non-employees to see the new version of our product. So the product that, that folks use now. And that was such a cool experience of building out a special Mm -hmm. advisory group, such a diverse group of creators too, Mm -hmm. across all, all different Mm -hmm. points, the types of the types of the types of content they were making, um, Mm -hmm. ages and, and genders and backgrounds. And it was just, such a cool and seeing the way they would talked about their content creation journey and giving us Descript feedback was just invaluable. Um, but, but it was a small pro. This is strictly, this is strictly for the product. Like they are the beta users. Yeah. They were sort of beta. It was like a bit, it was like a beta program sort of on, you know, like three cups of coffee and an energy drink, like, cause it was, it was a small group. Um, uh, and we get, we did like different exercises and things like that. And the feedback we got was just awesome. And uh, so after that program ended or as it was ending, we were like, how do we scale this? Like how, how do we, um, how do we get more people in on something like this and bring in a community building element? 
So recently we launched an ambassador program in beta and a champions program in beta. So pretty soon those will be publicly available for folks to apply to. The ambassador program is for individual users or creators that are passionate community builders and Descript enthusiasts who want to help us out on our discord, you know, post about us on social and collaborate. Um, represent us at conferences, build user communities of their own based on region or what they make, et cetera. Um, So I'm really excited for that to go public. We've got about 15 people in it right now. And it's just, it's been really fun. It's small. It's it's still tight. It's tiny. Yes. Yeah. We just sort of wanted to get folks in and like see what, like ask them what they would want out of something like this. and yeah, we're really excited. You know, the goal is to have hundreds of folks in there and right. we're getting to a point where we're going to make that publicly available pretty soon. And then the Descript champions program are for folks that use Descript at work in teams. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the folks that set up Descript drives and are doing internal demos and things like that, trying to help their teams get onboarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and that process it you know there's so many tips and tricks so we were like we've got to get a special program together for enterprise Mm -hmm. users and folks that use us in teams so that is its own separate community with a private slack channel and our team is in there um our you know our ceo will respond to to feedback and things like that he's he's active in both our discord and our champion slack Mm -hmm. so yeah, those are some exciting pro- uh, programs that we've got cooking up and should be public within the next couple of months or so. Awesome. I'm very curious to know uh, about building a program and testing in beta, especially mm-hmm. in the program. Yeah. Uh, so we can, there is, there is a ton of playbooks out there. You, if you are building a product, you do a beta and you know, you have this private feedback loop that you build, you make the product yep. right before you launch public. So that is kind of very clear to many, yep. but uh, if you can elaborate or explain or like, you know, uh, expand how yeah. to build a program in beta and what are some goals, you know, people should, community builders should think about whether it is a successful program or not, because like you said, 15 people group is so small, right? Yeah. And yeah. How do you find the signals that, okay, this will go, you know, big or not even big, like this will become a successful program when you launch public. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I sort of, as I, I mentioned, all, I, want, I want to understand why to even launch a program in beta. Yeah. Are there like any pros in any, any like, you know, cons of launching a pro- program in public? Yeah, so um, I think the pros of launching a program in in beta is that you get to build it with your trusted community members, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can have a million theories in the world about what the Descript community wants, right. but to you got to ask people, right? You, you got to, and I, I really believe in co-creation um, for all of the things we do at Descript, whether it's events or social media posts or these programs, I, I want to build it alongside the Descript community. So I think that's the biggest pro. 
Um, we hand selected the folks that are, are early on in these programs because they've sort of already been ambassadors for us without it being called an ambassador, right? Um, and we've been releasing some really cool product features and things like that. So it was sort of the right time to test it out and see how it would be to do into like group calls where we talked about upcoming features and got reactions and things like that. Um, and that stuff has gone really well so far and we've gotten really solid feedback, not just from the community members, but our mm -hmm. like product managers, for example, and our leadership right. that are like, this feedback is great. Like, this is cool. Like, how do we get, 10 more of this guy <laughs> that's blowing up our feedback channel and discord. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so it's, it's just, it's good to like have a small group to bounce ideas off of and test things with and see how it lands. And right. also like, just to see what happens. Like, you know, if mm. we build this special private channel and discord and put some power users together, what happens? Um, but like the con is that it's not a big enough sample size. Right. Sure. Um, and the true, like truth of all building, you know, whether it's a, you're building a product um, or a community is eventually you just, you've got to scale up the numbers that you're testing. Right. So yeah, we're getting this early signal that folks are enjoying these programs. Um, but it's almost like it's not, there's, it's not loud enough to tell if it's really right. going to be a success. Right. And I don't think we will truly know until we invite more people and until we scale up. So this has sort of helped us perfect what we think could work, but we'll definitely continue to iterate, you know, lean community building right. is, is so real. We'll make, I like, like that. yeah, lean we'll make tweaks building. throughout yeah. like that. <laughs> totally. So and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. And no, I feel uh, it makes sense now that you said about uh, getting that feedback loop. We are still not entirely sure, but and it's okay, right? But at least you are not in the other spectrum, which is you're not in the in, in your own bubble, thinking that this will work probably, right? So right. you have certain, you know, a level of signal coming from this set of people, and that, totally, okay, there is a promising like you know path towards it, like, you know, when you go public and speaking about the power users, do you, do you guys follow like a criteria where, okay, they, they have to use this script. They have to have certain level of like expertise in podcasting, for example, or creating. Mm -hmm. So what, what is your criteria of a power user uh, in these script terms? And what, what do you think community builders should write their criteria and they're narrowing out? Uh, a power user. Totally. Yeah. So our criteria for like the ambassador program, for example, is that you, you've got to be an active user, which is a complex, you know, level that our product team and our data team puts together. Um, but basically you just have to use Descript. You don't have to be a Descript expert. Like that mm -hmm. is not, that is not part of this. Um, you totally can be, but the ambassador program and helping us build our community, build our community in general is choose your own adventure, right? So you could be doing demos. You could be someone that loves going to podcast conferences and wants to speak about Descript there. Mm -hmm. um, you could 
just be someone that's like friendly in discord and is trying to like help people learn. You don't have to be an expert to, to do that. So really it's just like intention. Um, and yeah, somebody that's enthusiastic about the product. Um, you mm. don't, and like willing to give us good feedback. You don't need to be like the best user around. I'm not mm. the best Descript user around. Doesn't stop me from building community, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I would, I, my advice would be just to find people that are really excited. Find mm. the people that are already your ambassadors that aren't part of a program, you know, and say like, what can I give you to make your life easier? You know, mm -hmm. there were people that were already teaching Descript mm -hmm. and already messaging me, I'm going to go to this conference. Like, I want to talk about the, I, I, I want to talk about Descript during my panel where I'm speaking. Like, mm -hmm. can we compare notes? Can you send me stickers? I'm like, okay, these, these people should all talk. They should, <laughs> they should all have access to each other. And I want to like help them and reward them for what they're doing. So and what do you guys do to two questions two kind of like a, like party a part a part B questions. A, how do you motivate them? Like to mm -hmm. go on a, on a long-term basis, like they, they get excited. It, sh it shouldn't be a case where ambassadors, evangelists, they get excited. They went to a bunch of shows, they burned out. They're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. How do you, maintain them for the long run and number two following up to that how how are you incentivizing these folks uh to totally yeah i mean with everything there will always be some like burn off rate or <laughs> you know there, there will yeah. always be some folks that that right. sort of fall off and and that's just part that's part of this it's the same thing with products, right? And a lot of people want to make a podcast. A lot of people want to start making videos and they'll mm -hmm. download Descript and then they won't, won't actually, they'll decide it's too hard yeah. or they, they don't have time or whatever, right? right. Um, and that will be true for community programs we run too. That's just part mm -hmm. of it. Um, but, you know, the goal is you build something cool enough and helpful enough that enough people stick around and the truth is there's a lot of people that use Descript that have been using Descript for years and have been doing their shows or using us at work for a really long time. And, um, you know, content creators aren't going anywhere there. It's yeah. that number is only growing. So Absolutely. yeah, I'm not worried about, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about us running out of eligible community builders at all. Um, but in terms of incentivization, so members in the Descript Champions program and the Descript Ambassadors program have special access to our team. We do calls where they get to give feedback to our product managers face-to-face, -to, -face, to our leadership face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. um, they're helping us build our product and and like it really is quite impactful. Mm -hmm. um, our PMs get so excited when they get to do calls like this and it's, mm. it's just awesome. So, yeah. so that's part of it. Um, there's also the classic stuff. You mentioned stickers earlier, yeah. like swag, special yeah. speaking opportunities. Yeah. Um, they're the first people we call when we want to feature someone in an event or want mm. to feature someone in like a study that we're doing like today. We just released a, a big survey report we did on creativity and AI and oh. a big 
creator's guide to using AI. And a few of our ambassadors were featured in it. And, you know, when the people that create those, you know, that the content team came to me and was like, who would you recommend from the community um, that we should talk to about this? My roster is the ambassadors. Like they're, right. <laughs> that is like, that's an incentive um, for their participation. So um, yeah, but again, like this, this is still new. And I, I tell the members all the time, if they have ideas for other things, mm. they're totally more than welcome to pitch them to me. I love that. Probably, yeah. you know, ambassador program should be renamed as roster program. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> like a football team or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And talk to me about like, so 15,000 people on a discord server is no joke. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite a big uh, number. How did you guys grow from zero to 15K? Any, any tips that you can share about the growth, the, the, yeah. the things you did alongside, like, you know, in the path of totally. 15K? Yeah. So we like tripled in size last year. Mm-hmm. Um, when I joined in early January of 2022, mm-hmm. we had like 3000 discord members and now we're at almost 15k that was not all me though it was a group effort so what what i would say is like we put join the discord as a cta in so many different things so we do a bunch of live events it's one of my favorite things that we do as part of community work here at descript where we Mm -hmm. show how to make things with descript and bring people on and all that Mm -hmm. um and the CTA, like the pop-up is join our Discord community and mm. thousands of people join us for our events every month. And mm. that's a really good pipeline to like stay connected and meet other creators and keep keep asking questions. Um, we also started to do office hours um, hosted on Discord. So we do one office hour every Wednesday with our amazing support leader, Marcelo. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with Discord is great. You can have like video event things and Mm -hmm. everybody can come who has around can come and and ask Marcelo questions and and get real time help from a real person. So that helps too, you know, this opportunity to talk with someone face to face. Um, And we also just started doing like email campaigns around joining the discord. So I worked with our life cycle marketing manager to, you know, once somebody is active and is, you know, hitting these milestones with the product, we should invite them to be a part of our community. Um, so they'll get an email. That's just the whole point is join our discord. Um, here's all the amazing things about it. We would love to have you. And that. that has, that has been really really fruitful. And yeah, I, I think it was a huge group effort that led to the growth for sure. Um, and lastly, Discord hosts our beta program. And Descript is filled with creators that really want to get access to new features early. So that that was a good that's a good incentive to join too. I think uh, David Spinks, I guess, uh, tweeted about this long back. If you are not building a Notion type product, don't expect to build a Notion type community, something like that on those lines. Mm. Right? And I feel yeah. 
you can relate it to so much because you have a solid solid product you know there is yeah. an incredible pull from the product itself because everybody wants to test the new ai features or like you know how do how totally. do we clip it and how do we clip the the recordings and you know micro content and as such there are like so many use cases that that evolve and yeah product solving so many things is actually a pull so for you probably i think uh, and that's clever too like using join discord everywhere you know especially you do events and such totally that's that's so like you know uh, cool and do you guys filter people is it like open to everybody is there a criteria for creators it's public it's public mm-hmm. anybody can join you don't have to be a descript user but most people are mm-hmm. um and yeah that also D- discord has really upped their game when it comes to safety moderation and automatic safety mods it's gotten a lot better so we haven't had any problems in quite some time with spam or anything like that um but yeah it's so it's it's open to everyone and how do you so one of the things probably i might be wrong uh, or not like you know understand how you think about it so spam is separately it's a def- separate topic altogether you know uh yeah about people who are genuine who are authentic who are humans and they may create noise right like yeah you know, how do you separate in such a big community uh do you take some measures like you know to yeah. differentiate the quality versus the quantity of people totally do you mean in terms of like finding good feedback yeah or... finding good feedback or even like you know identifying these champions right like uh, yeah. how do you spot them and how do you like for them the the noise that non descript users or people who just join for fun you know mm-hmm. Lurk, for example uh, totally yeah how do you like uh, differentiate them so these folks the champions the the evangelist Shine. they're like okay i yeah. want to come back to descript there is so much wealth of knowledge there happening uh let me actually go there if i have a question about podcasting or i i might i have to like find a new mic let me go there because they have they have great recommendations that's that's an example but totally yeah what i will say is it's such a big group and there's so much inspiration and like asking for help happening uh-huh. that the sort of noisier folks tend to not last very long if i'm being honest mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people people are the, the the vibe of the discord right now is like i'm grinding i'm trying to get my stuff done mm-hmm. i'm having an issue or i'm does anybody know this work around and the noise kind of gets filtered out and mm-hmm. even like community members will will like flag it you know they'll respond to someone that's just sort of causing a ruckus and say like right. this is not the right channel for that like no. stop like that sort of thing um so we're we're lucky that we have community members that are like sort of mm. self regulating and things like that yeah they're, um, they're the moderators <laughs> they are cuz it's it's their they helped create it they feel ownership at, of it as they they should because because it wouldn't be a thing without them which is which is great mm-hmm. um other than that we do use a tool called common room um that helps us with sentiment and like tracking conversations and things like that 
Um, so that's that's helpful. And that also helps us identify who our ambassadors are and who our champions are, just like yeah. who's really active, um, what people what people are talking about and things like that. So that's been helpful. There's a lot of great tools out there. I know Threado is a tool. Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. Comsor. Um, there's tons of them. I highly recommend. I wish I had gotten a tool sooner. Um, it, it, Discord can just be like word spaghetti. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really helpful to have something to help make sense of everything. Makes sense. Cool. Uh, any, I think I, I want to ask this question in the beginning, but I keep on forgetting and all that. I'm just looking at my notes. If you have three lessons that you learned from hosting events in college or doing community things in college mm -hmm. that you're still like adhering by yourself. What are those three lessons? Three. Like f specifically from my college experiences? Yeah, your college experience of community and your, your, cool. your uh, going back to that, you know, doing that grassroots type of things, which yeah. you, are not, you won't be doing right now because you have bigger teams and like, you know, <laughs> This is true. Uh, yeah. But still you yeah. carry them with you that, you know, even though you, you've grown so much that you still carry with you. Totally. Yeah. Um, let's see. Three things that come to mind of things I learned early on as a community builder. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah. So I think one thing is that personal invitations or personal notes are go a long way you know the text to the team member or community member mm -hmm. that hasn't shown up in a while just checking in not yeah. anything accusatory because no one has to show up right it's yeah, all volunteer um goes a long way it shows people that you want them there and so so being personal you can't scale that forever, but it does, it, you know, it, it counts. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that's one thing. Um, building in rituals is super important, mm -hmm. even when it's small, even when it's a small team, it, mm -hmm. it brings people together. Something we did, we did in one of my leadership organizations was, mm -hmm. um, like really wacky icebreakers. <laughs> so like, obviously there's the classic ones. What's your fun fact? What's your mm -hmm. superpower or whatever? I don't like yeah. those. I like <laughs> weird stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, if you were a soda, what would you be? Or like <laughs> weird stuff like that. Like very random. Or um, who, do you, who do you play in cats theater or something like that? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, worst condiment and why you know like just something more something more do you, fun than do you put do you put pineapple on your pizza that's a that's a massive debater right there right see i wouldn't i could never ask that we would never have the meeting it would just the debate would go on um yes so way, but do just you, doing some do you prefer pineapple yes or no i do like it I Yay. don't eat it very often, but I really think it's delicious. Yes, it's it is delicious. Try it. Try it, especially uh, on a uh, try it with jalapenos and pineapple. Mm. Yeah, that I like that. The, 
this the spicy and the sweet side of things but if you just try you know pineapple with you know some tomatoes yeah it it of course will suck you know because totally you got to get <laughs> got to get anyway, fancy with it yes ahead, yes i didn't mean to like interrupt no you're so fine um so yeah that that's another thing just like a ritual yeah. it keeps people coming back it it helps people get excited that's that's for sure um and then yeah like lastly just like meet people where they're at make it easy mm-hmm. you know um you don't have to like often when you're starting from the ground up or you're at a small organization it's like you feel like you're at the bottom of this mountain but every little incremental step is huge so even if it's you know doing a little meeting wherever your people are or you know small wins are so important and um yeah really meeting people where they're at making it easy in these small little ways actually goes quite far so i love that love that i think probably like you know we'll, we're going to summarize and make it as a snippet or something for the cool. podcast students but christiana this has been great like you know i've had so much fun talking to you uh, yeah it was a blast it was it was like yeah it was like a blast you know covering end to end the pizza side to the cat side to everything the college side the community side Tons. creator side yes. man we probably we covered like everything in the universe <laughs> totally uh, no thanks thanks again for being on the podcast and uh talking so transparent and making it more human right like you know uh, you're, you're, totally. you're you feel so authentic and you know appreciate that any any closing thoughts before we wrap up oh i really appreciate it thank you so much for for having me and yeah i think um for like the last thing i'll say is for folks that are like how do i get into community management start with your personal life like start building outside of work you know say you're in you're not finding passion or fulfillment in like your sales job or whatever it is um people can find fulfillment in sales that's not what i'm saying but you know what i mean <laughs> um like if you're just in something that's not feeling and you and you're ready to make a switch like just start start where you're at like it could be your friend group it could be like your community your hobby just just start trying to do something and and you will build those skills you don't have to be at a fancy startup or a big company you can get started no matter where you are what you're doing so yeah just I, believe I love in yourself that a lot and yeah let, i hope like people you know get inspired from that and even if you start like a whatsapp group and you invite one of your friends that to me yeah. is a community you know it's a you good start have, yeah it's a good start it's it's not like you have to have 1000 people on day one and that's your reason to like go you know or wake up the totally. next day yeah so one exactly. one person that's that's also the intention for this podcast is to make people realize that you know these big numbers they will come but start really small grab as many small wins as you can as as you go totally but yeah really have fun and like you know have that human side of things like you said you know care and you know show that show the attention that people totally really appreciate so on that note i think you know that's a wrap for this episode guys thanks again for tuning in this is christiana cromer please do follow her on linkedin we'll put all the links to her uh, linkedin bio and everything in the show notes but 
that's a wrap and yeah see you guys next time with another amazing community builder stay healthy and do your thing with community cheers guys thanks so much bye